Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. For anybody that's new to my segments, what I typically do is a little bit different for an audio app. What I do is I go live on 
YouTube and I break down whatever topic I'm going to share for the day. And I was reading the title of this room and I thought it would make a ton of sense given, you know, we're talking about the minds of the ultra successful to share how I developed my mentor relationship with the people that have helped me get where I am today and how I pick my mentees as well. So for some of you that have spent time with me, you know that one of my main mentors is none other than the man, Ryan Surhand from Million Dollar Listing and now Surhand fame. Um, I met him a very, very long time ago and yeah, it's really changed the trajectory of where I'm going and people are confused about the relationship because they're like, how did a guy from London, Ontario end up being mentored by a guy out of Manhattan? So I'll walk through a bit of that story, but more than that, I'm going to share some stories of different mentors I've had over the years and how I developed that relationship to get the information to be able to be in proximity to people who have really changed the trajectory of my life. And then I'm also going to share how I choose the people that I'm mentoring in my life because I do not coach. I don't sell anything. I'm not available for coaching. I do get messaged quite often for it because of the space that I'm in. And I share a lot of information willingly when it comes to me actually carving out time to mentor people one-on-one. Um, that's something that I reserve for a select few, and I'll explain how I kind of give that access and why I do it the way that I do it. So if you want to join me on YouTube and you're live on Breakfast with Champions, you can scroll to the very top of the room and you can click that button that says how to find a mentor the right way. Um, that's just a thumbnail for YouTube and it gets people to click. So my way may not be your way, but I'll show you what my way is. I can see Sheila Santini is in the chat already. If you're on my YouTube channel, that's a good way to collaborate and chat with the different people in clubhouse and it is there in perpetuity so i always go back and i make sure i try to connect with everybody that's in the chat i see kate bowman's there as well and i'll go live in a couple minutes here another thing i want to mention is i'm very thankful for this space breakfast with champions has had a very very big impact on me and i really want as many people to find this space as possible because it's one of the most positive rooms on clubhouse if you agree scroll down to the very bottom of the screen hit that little square button with the arrow hit the share button and share one reason why you think this space is special and how it maybe has impacted your life. I see some amazing people on stage. Lolita, your new profile photo is fire. Mary Lynn, good morning. I see Christina, you are doing a phenomenal job running the stage. I'm thankful for all the work that you do. I see AD, I see Sophia, Andrew, Arpeet, Core. I love seeing you here, brother. William, welcome to the stage as well. I'm gonna scroll down to the audience. I see Erica, I see Malcolm with the cowboy hat, killing it as usual. I see Christoph, Jim, and then in the others in the room, if my moderators can do me one more favor before we go live, scroll down to the others in the room. I don't want there to be any others in the room. I want there to be followed by speakers and nothing but family here. So I see Marty Johnson. I'm following you. I want my moderators to tap on some other profile photos and follow some of these people so we can all become friends. If you're in the others in the room, One recommendation is I would definitely fill out your bio. That's a quick way to get followed by people that are in your sphere. Walid Kortagad, I am not a biochemist, but I'm going to follow you anyways because you filled your bio out. So let's get cracking. Let's talk about mentors. So I'm going to go live in three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. We are live on YouTube, and today we're going to be talking about how I found my mentors and got access to some of the brightest minds in the industry that have changed the trajectory of my business. Just so you know, if you're on this live stream Friday morning at 5.30 a.m., yes, it's early, but we're live on Clubhouse as well. 
So we actually live stream from Breakfast with Champions, a space that I collaborate with a ton of people and we go live on YouTube so that it lives in perpetuity. Little fun fact is when we do these rooms, I typically will only send the replays out to the people that are on the mailing list that I have because I sometimes overshare and tell people things that I shouldn't be telling publicly that my competition would definitely want to know. So I reserve a lot of this content strictly for the people that are in this space, in this community. You can go to justinconico.com slash resources if you want to get on that mailing list. Last week, we broke down exactly how I create my newsletters and my mailing lists and the exact email that I'm going to be sending you. And I actually did an entire screen share breaking it down. So I'll drop the link in the chat. It is justinconico.com slash resources. It's on YouTube if you want to go see it. So I'm going to talk about mentorship today. Um, I'm going to talk about two things. One, I'm going to talk about how I developed relationships with my current mentors. Two, I'm going to talk about how I select the people that I am mentoring currently and how I give them access because I don't coach, I don't sell anything, but people ask me all the time about becoming a mentor and I'll walk through what that dynamic looks like. So first off, when it comes to mentorship, I need to discuss the difference between mentorship and coaching. A lot of people think they're the same thing, but they are not. Coaching is when you're paying somebody to hold you accountable or maybe paying somebody to refine a specific skill set. So if I wanted coaching around cold calling or marketing or speaking, I could hire specific trainers to helping me build those skill sets, which I do. I actually spend a ton of money on personal development. I don't consider it spending money. I consider it an investment in myself and my returns on that self-investment have been absolutely bananas over the years. Mentors are a bit of a different breed. So mentors are people that are doing things that you want to do that have a depth of information, a network or knowledge that isn't accessible typically by just payment because they don't need the money. So a lot of the mentors that you actually want to get information from, they have gotten to a level in their business where their most valuable asset is time. And the last thing they actually want to do is spend time one-on-one with people they do not know. They usually wanna spend their time with their loved ones. So they really do restrict access to their knowledge and their time. Um, And they usually have some intense gatekeepers in place. Now, let's all go back to when we were children and we were playing, say, soccer or whatever sport you were playing. And you had a coach, right? You had somebody that was coaching the team and telling you how to succeed and, you know, making the plan and how to win the game and everything. And then there was maybe an all-star kid on the team. And that kid, everybody gravitated towards because they were trying to figure out what made them so special. Maybe you developed a relationship with that person. Maybe you didn't. But that person is an avatar of a mentor at the time where, you know, people that maybe really did want to become successful in soccer and were listening to the coach would also develop a relationship with this person and shadow them and try and just get in proximity to greatness so that they too could become great. So without even knowing it, as I was growing up, I always kind of gravitated towards people that were excelling at things that I wasn't very good at. To be quite frank with you, I'm not the most talented person in the room, right? For context, we do very, very well in the real estate industry and we do very, very well when it comes to media. So that happens to be the two things that I can speak on at a very high level, but I had to get around people that were very good at those things over the years to get to the level that I'm at now. But I go back before even real estate, I started in hospitality and I met a man in a parking lot sweeping up cigarette butts named Mike Smith. So it was actually when I first came to London, Ontario, and I was getting into the hospitality industry. 
I met this guy and I, I thought he was kind of a general maintenance guy. I went inside and talked to some of the employees and they said, no, no, that's Mike. He owns all of the companies, all of them. So he owned Joe Cools, Jim Bob Ray's, Fellini Collini's, Pizza Pie, Chancey Smith's, and Joe Cools in Troy, Michigan by Big Beaver Road. If you're from Michigan, you know where that is. And instantly I was drawn towards Mike Smith because I noticed the level of love, loyalty, and respect that he got from his employees and the people around him. So Mike was the very first mentor that I ever had. And it was interesting because it took me, I want to say, at least five or six years before I got in proximity to Mike to be able to really be mentored from a one-on-one perspective. And he was my first mentor before I even knew that a mentor was a thing. So the way that I got in proximity to Mike was actually just working really, really hard and becoming undeniable within the organization. So again, like I said earlier, I'm not the most talented person in the room, but I will show up and I'll work consistently. So from a background perspective, some things you didn't know about me probably was I was a bouncer first at a place called Jim Bob Ray's. I came from Montreal to London, Ontario, ended up as a bouncer, 155 pounds soaking wet, had to learn to talk very, very quickly so I wouldn't get hurt. So I developed a skill set in that space. Then I was a bar back, then I was a DJ, then I was a supervisor, then I was a manager, then I was a marketing coordinator. As I went through these different stages, I showed Mike that I could be the same person that he was in the parking lot. I could pick up the broom and the dustpan, I could take out the garbage, I would work as hard as necessary to make sure that the organization was being taken care of and that he could trust me. The interesting thing is, As he saw that in me, the access just became a natural thing, right? Because whenever he would show up, I wouldn't wouldn't even realize he was watching me, but he was. And it was interesting because the conversations that we had over those years, he was starting to impart lessons in me that I still carry with me to this day. You know, lessons about servant leadership, lessons about taking care of the people before the profits, lessons about pushing through adversity when the restaurant industry got you know, over-regulated and it completely changed the whole dynamic, you know, how an entrepreneur thinks creatively and, you know, how he moves in a space where, you know, you have an entrepreneur that's running a, a giant set of businesses with a lot of direct reports below him and a lot of direct reports may think they even know more than the entrepreneur, but him being the visionary, having to think five or 10 years ahead of everybody else is really where the magic was. And that separation of, you know, understanding what true servant leadership is and how sometimes the ones that have the crazy ideas are right. You just may not know it right now. So Mike was really the first mentor that I understood to get in proximity to you. Not that you had to prove your worth to him, but it's a very easy way to get noticed by a mentor and gain access without asking for direct access, which in tandem is my first tip. Right. I think a lot of times people just ask people to mentor them. And that is the number one mistake that you could make when it comes to looking for a mentor. Just DMing them and saying, hey, I want you to mentor me is the quickest way to not get mentored. I promise you. I said in the beginning, a lot of these people are trying to protect their time. So the second they get that and you're asking them for something without offering anything in kind, you're most likely to have the door shut on you. The second tip I want to give you is don't think that the mentors are going to be the answer. Quite often people jump into mentorship because they think it's the easy button or they think as soon as I get around this person, I'm going to get the photo up with them. That's what's going to allow my business to grow. Everybody's going to know I'm awesome and it's going to change everything for me. That's not the reality of what mentorship is. Um, Going back to the story about Mike, it's the lessons that you'll learn from the mentors that you can take and impart in your business that'll make the difference. 
Also, don't make assumptions on where you're going to find your mentors. The next mentor I'm actually going to talk about is Ryan Serhan from Million Dollar Listing. So a lot of people are confused about the relationship and don't really understand how I developed a direct relationship with Ryan. So I'll walk through it very simply so everybody kind of understands the dynamics of it. And it's going to be exactly what I just said in the first two, right? I didn't go to Ryan out of the gate and DM him and say, you're awesome. You're on a TV show. I need you to be my mentor. I also didn't actively search for a mentor at the time. It kind of just happened. So I was in London, Ontario. My buddy Jazz called me. Jazz Takar runs the REC team, I'm one of the top teams in Canada, and runs an incredible real estate operation. And he goes, Justin, I got to start a YouTube channel. I was like, okay. Drove down, showed him how to start a YouTube channel, gave him all the gear. This guy doesn't even use a laptop for context, right? He ends up killing it on YouTube. His first guest is Ryan Serhant. He comes back from New York City and says, Justin, you need to meet this guy. He's like, he's the real deal. He reminds me a lot of what you guys are doing. Like he's, he's a practitioner. He's not what he looks like on TV. It's interesting because I was very skeptical, right? I was like, well, what's he going to teach me? He's in Manhattan where I'm located. He doesn't look like, you know, same type of guy that I am. Um, the TV Bravo has a very unique way of portraying him on the TV show, especially back then. I made an assumption which is a mistake that I made. So a mistake I'm going to share with you about how to find a mentor is don't make assumptions on where you're going to find your mentors. So I listened to my friend Jazz. I flew down. I remember I took Nathan Smith and Jamie Dodds. These guys are real estate agents. They're not even media guys. I gave them a a DSLR and a gimbal. And I'm like, we're going to vlog this entire trip. I'm going to shoot a podcast with Ryan because I'm going to get the photo op and it's going to change my business. But every, every mistake that I just said not to make, I made it, right? I sat down with Ryan, Jamie, Nathan, 45 minutes with him. And it was fascinating because in that 45 minute conversation with Ryan, he taught me more than a lot of the coaching programs will just by showing me the blueprint of what he was creating at that time. So he showed me how he recruits, how he lands new developments, started telling me his split plans with his agents, you know, the, the speed bumps he's going through, how he's building his business. And a light bulb went off my head. First of all, I'm like, I can't share any of this publicly on a podcast because this is information that his competitors would kill for. And I need to honor this man's, you know, information that he's giving me and not just post it online as if, you know, it's, he's some zoo animal for me to showcase to the world. I want to value this information, this, this exchange we've had. The second was a light bulb went off. I'm like, this dude is a practitioner. He's somebody that is doing it at a very high level. And the information he's giving me now is just the tip of the iceberg. Where he's going is going to be a very different place than where he is now, which is why he's sharing the information. One of the tips that I give people when you follow my content is if you really dig into it, I'm giving you the blueprint. I'm telling you exactly how I'm doing what I'm doing. And the reason I'm so not scared about doing that is I'm moving with such a speed that what you learn now is going to be very different than who I am in a year. Even if you came and worked directly for me and try to take everything that I know and then go and start your own company to compete with me, go for it. I'm happy to have you do that because the version of Justin 2.0 that you're going to see in a year is going to be light years ahead of what you're learning from me right now. So remember leaving Ryan's office and I got in a cab. And at this time, he had no coaching program. He was just doing sales. He was at Nest Realty in Soho. Um, I think he had a team of like 60 people, had his direct report. They were getting into new development, but he was really kind of a newer face in New York City. 
got in the cab and my wife runs the businesses with me. She's the CEO, absolute beast. Um, she heartbeat of the organization. I'm the face and the feet. And I was about to hire a coach um, to jump into the real estate space with me and take us to the next level. And I said to her, I said, you know, that investment that I was going to make in the coach, are you cool if I offer that to Ryan and say, hey, I want you to mentor me. Remember I told you I, I made all the mistakes I told you not to make. Here we go. She goes, 100%. I, I believe in you. If you think he's the real deal, go ahead and do that. I was like, all right. So I email Ryan. I basically wrote him a blank check. And I said, I will pay you. X amount of dollars for that meeting every single year, 45 minutes to 60 minutes of your time. That's it. We don't need weekly calls. We don't need monthly calls. If I can just have that meeting with you, tell you what I want to accomplish, chop it up on business. I have to come back in a year. I believe so much in what I'm willing to do in terms of putting in the work that that would be valuable to me. So I asked for the mentorship. And it was almost like a mentorship coaching hybrid because of the dollar amount attributed to it. Interesting thing was his response wasn't what you would expect. It wasn't like, sure, I'll take that check and I'll give you a 45 minute meeting. He said, I don't do that, Justin. Thanks so much for your time. Anytime you're in Soho, you're welcome to stop by and we can chat. So his response was, I'm not for sale, but come by anytime we can have that chat. And I was like, okay, I appreciate that, but I invest in those who invest in me. So the way that I looked at it was, I'm going to now find a way, A, I put myself out there, but two, I'm going to find a way to bring value to this person over and beyond me asking him for something, right? I'm going to find a way to be grateful for the information that he gave me, implement it, and then come back to him and show him that I implemented it. So I followed up with him for about six months after that fact. And I remember I sent him a cameo from Dean Kane explaining why he should mentor me. And I was a little bit relentless in terms of like the chasing of it. But more than that, I took the information that he actually gave me at that first meeting and I implemented it faster than you could possibly imagine. Sure. And sure enough, after that meeting, the one thing I remembered was from a systems and operating procedure, the one thing they were absolutely killed it when it came to marketing and branding, but when it came to standard operating procedures and some of the follow-up campaigns that we use for our leads, they didn't have the same system in the back end that we had. And I remember coming home and thinking, what could I give them in exchange? Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Change for all the value that they gave me. Like I really wanted to feel like I gave them as much in that interaction as they gave me. So I got home, I remember pulling out my SOPs. I remember going into my CRM and pulling my action plans for anybody in the audience or listening that doesn't know what that means. It's basically a sequence of events after a lead comes in asking about a property to make sure I'm delivering on that promise to the client. Um, and then I actually have like a 250-day follow-up plan for people and leads that have inquired on properties that actually generate sales. So I literally copy and pasted those exact plans and I sent them to his direct report, not even to him. So I looked at the people that were around him, his gatekeepers, and I was like, hey, I think this is information that might be helpful for you, you know, based on the conversation that we had. I you know, hope you have a great day. Take care. Didn't ask for anything. 
So think about it this way, right? If you're getting in proximity to somebody that you think would be an incredible mentor and you feel like that is becoming a natural transition, don't just go straight to them and ask them for the mentorship. Look for the people around them that are part of the organization that may be overlooked, but are also key players in the dynamic of this person's life, right? Because they're going to be mentors by proximity, right? They're going to have that same knowledge that you're looking for. And they're also going to be a bridge to relationship building, which is what this is. Because I think sometimes the reason people fail when it comes to developing relationships with people like Ryan or, or people that they're trying to reach is they're looking for a parasitic relationship where they just want to suck information from the person. They want to suck the network from the person and they're not really thinking about it being a synergy and what value they can bring that person over and beyond what that person's going to give them from the mentorship. So long story short, I just kept building those bridges with the people within his organization. And then lo and behold, about, I think it was eight months after that, I get an email from one of his direct reports saying, Hey, we're going to launch this program. Funny, the exact amount that you offered Ryan was the fee that it was going to be for the weekly or the yearly meeting and everything that I wanted. Are you still down? And I said, yes, 100% jumped into the program. Again, I invest in those who invest in me and then went to the very, very first meeting with him after the meeting that I had the year prior and showed him everything that I implemented from the first meeting. And I didn't think he knew who I was at the time. That was the interesting thing is um, I get kind of reframed the context. I'm like, hey, I'm Justin. This is where I'm from. This is my company. He's like, I know exactly who you are. He's like, I remember our first meeting and we went through everything. And it was interesting because when I had the second meeting with him, there was no small talk from the standpoint of me trying to prove to him or be funny or, or kind of get his attention so that I could get the photo off. It was practical and tactical. It was, here's the problem I had previously. Here's what I did to solve it. Here's the results. Here's the problem that I have now. How would you fix this? So when you get around mentors and practitioners, the interesting thing about them is they typically love solving problems. So here's another massive tip for you in terms of gaining access and building bridges with mentors. Give them something they can sink their teeth into. People call me all the time telling me, hey, I'm going to go meet Ryan in New York City. What's your recommendation? And my recommendation is typically everybody wants to be his best friend because he's famous. Guess what you could do to be different? Don't try and be his best friend because he's famous. Go in there and give him a problem to solve. Are you trying to get into new development? Are you currently working with a builder in a very tough market and trying to gain traction on your listings? Are you seeing commission compression and having a hard time extrapolating value? Are you wondering about technology and real estate? These are all things he's a black belt in. So if you show up with a very tactile question, give it to him and then shut up you're going to get the best version of Ryan you've ever seen. Now, if you take the information that he gives you and you implement it at rapid speed and you're accountable and you do the work and you come back and you say, hey, look, I implemented this technology. Look at the brand that I've built. Look at the 300 home subdivision that I just sold out thanks to your information. What's next? A light bulb is going to go off in somebody like Ryan's mind and he's going to turn around and give you more. Why? Because it's fun. The real players in this game and the real people that I find have the most value to give love nothing more than people that implement. And it's almost like they're seeing versions of themselves going out and executing 
And they would be willing to give you more information you could possibly imagine for free if they know that you're actually going to implement it. Case in point, another place where I find I get a ton of mini mentors is Breakfast with Champions. On Clubhouse right now, so I'm live streaming on YouTube. If you're watching the replay, I have this app on. Yesterday, I jumped on to support a friend, David Spizak, who was on the board of directors of the San Francisco 49ers and is a wealth of knowledge in business. And he asked a question. He asked a question about what are you struggling with in your business right now? And what do you think you need to do to get to the next level? There was a pause in the audio. And as such, I always try and support my friends on Clubhouse. So I piped up and I was very vulnerable. And I told him exactly what I was struggling with and what I need to do to get to the next level. We proceeded to chop it up for about 25 minutes. And he gave a master class on breaking through the plateaus and getting to the next level. You can actually hear the replay on the podcast. He, he had fun doing that. Right. And people would love to gain access to him as a mentor, but he is somebody like every other mentor I've met that does have that breadth of knowledge that when you get them worked up about something that they know and you just let them run and you listen, you get the very best version of a mentor you've ever imagined. Now, the key point is after that, being grateful for the information that they shared and going out of your way to show that gratitude through supporting the things that they're doing not just focusing on yourself, right? I talked about a parasitic relationship in between people and their mentors. So if he has an activation, if he launches a book, if he launches a course, you're going to see me help and support him because he took time to support me. Same thing with with Ryan, same thing with Mike. I'm paying attention to the things that they're doing that matter to them. Ryan did a big thing for breast cancer awareness last year. I supported that and it was fascinating to see amongst you know all of the tens of thousands of people that are in his course and network how little you see as much traction on those activations as you do on, you know, the posts that they do that go viral, right? That are are really more the, the reels and the clickbait type stuff. Um, But trust me, if you can focus on being grateful to your mentors and supporting the things that they're doing, you will stand out and you'll develop a much more in-depth relationship. Also, I want to anchor something else that I said in the story is, giving back and recognizing the talent around those people. So I always like to pay attention to the people that are in proximity to the mentors and make sure that I give them their shine or recognize the talent and the beauty in those people as well, because they have become a bridge to other relationships and other mentors that I didn't even realize were there. And quite frankly, a lot of times those people end up having something that you didn't even know you needed. And they're one of the reasons why the mentor is in the position that they're in. Because the real smart ones that I know hire for their weaknesses and focus on their talents. And if they're hiring for their weaknesses, maybe in Ryan's world, it's hiring somebody like Tyler Mount, who's Emmy award winning, probably one of the top brand strategists I've ever met is a guy that can break down the tactics and the data side of social media and really show you how to break through that next level. And then building a relationship and a bridge with somebody like him. I'm going to flip to the other side of the coin now. You know, I've gone through relationships um, with mentors that I still work with to this day. I have a call lined up with Ryan. I think it's next Friday. Um, it's a very short call, but I already am thinking tactically about what can I give him and then a very precise question. So make sure that you're valuing their time. Make sure you're cutting through all the fluff. Make sure you're implementing. So I'm going to show him some stuff that I did. Thank him. Be grateful. Give him value and then ask my tactical question. I'm building a bridge with a new mentor right now 
that's going to take me at least a year. So this is kind of the last tip actually I wanted to give on building the mentorship part of it. It's not going to happen overnight. You can't have expectations and you can't make assumptions of these people. If they don't say, yes, I'm going to mentor you right away, or, you know, they don't say yes right away, or they don't give you access right away. It's, it's not, no, it's probably a no right now. And if you're not willing to follow up, implement and do the work, then you probably don't deserve to be mentored by these people anyways, right? So don't get hurt if somebody says that they don't have the time to mentor you. Find a reason why there should be a synergy. Case in point, the mentor that I'm looking to work with right now, I met by proximity and some other people and relationships that I had in place. I made assumptions that this guy didn't have anything that I needed because I already had access to all of his top people just by proximity. But then when I really started digging in, he has access to information on some organizations that are doing five times the amount of business that we are with teams that are around the similar size. So I instantly was like, okay, what can I give him that he can't get anywhere else? My network, my proximity, and the fact that I'm a Ronin and I float between a lot of different ecosystems and platforms and speaking stages. He doesn't necessarily have access to the same people that I have access to. So I can build a bridge between the two of them. And that synergy is going to come in place. The next portion of this segment that I wanted to discuss is how I choose the people that I mentor. So I've said this a thousand times because I don't want people to think that I'm driving them to this YouTube channel to sell them something. Um, if you go to justinconico.com slash resources, I'm going to change the link on Clubhouse to my resources page. That's where I actually send the replays that I do. A lot of times I will unlist these videos because I share stories and things that, oh, sorry, I shared the wrong link. Just give me one second here. Um, a lot of times I get so deep in these segments that I share things that I shouldn't be sharing publicly. So I unlist the videos, but I always send the replays in the newsletters. I give away my video planners, how I plan my YouTube videos, my time blocking guides, all that stuff is at the resources page. But the reason I say I don't sell anything is I want people to know this is just coming from a place where people helped me when I was down and out. And this is my way of giving back. I see an incredible potential in every single human being. If you can be in your strength and you can find passion and purpose and integrate that with your work, we can change the world together and light will outshine darkness. That's why I do what I do. Now I preface all that for the one reason of saying I get messaged all the time to coach and mentor people. Right, I get agents that want to join Prime, my brokerage, because they want to be mentored by me. We're in a shifting market right now, and it's happening more than I've ever seen. I think we had to turn away about 35 people in the last year. We have a lineup of people right now that want to join Prime, but I'm not in the recruiting business. I think I'm one of the only brokerages on the planet that doesn't actively recruit because I'm not in the agent recruiting business. I'm in the real estate sales and marketing business, just two completely different things, right? But I do mentor people. Some people in the organization, some people outside of the organization. The people within the organization that are getting the most direct mentorship from me are the ones that show up. It's everything that I just said in the first part of my segment. I don't have any preconceived lists of application for mentorship. I don't even really have time for it. I'm very structured with my time blocks. I'm in the office Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, a travel kind of running around day, Thursdays, media day, Fridays, Saturdays, typically work days depending on the territories that I'm in and then Sunday's always off. My schedule is very regimented. Every morning I do role play 8.30 to 9. We do a team huddle 9 to 9.15, 9.15 to about 11.30 is prospecting. Then I work on my business for an hour, create content, and then I run my appointments 
throughout the day and the afternoon. So he's busy, right? I run a couple companies and it is what it is. But the people that show up to the role play rooms, the people that show up to the huddles, the people that keep in touch with me, the people that I give leads to and they put in the work, they convert them and they do the sales are the ones that I'm always willing to go a couple steps further for because they're showing me that they're implementing, right? Every agent on the planet wants to be successful, right? Every agent that gets into the business of real estate usually does it because they want to be successful and they want complete freedom. It's not a hard business to get good at. It's first you have to show up, you have to learn and become an expert at what you do. Then you actually have to do the work every single day to meet new people and you know have conversations and turn those conversations into appointments, appointments into contracts, contracts into closings and closings into past clients. It's, it's not rocket science. The amount of agents that are looking for the easy button of, you know, I'm going to switch brokerages because this is going to change everything for me, or I'm looking for this, or I'm looking for that, or, you know, I need leads. Once I get leads, then everything's going to be okay. It's never going to work because the people that do that typically jump brokerage to brokerage or are just looking for leads, aren't picking up the phone and actually calling the leads that they're being given. Or if the brokerage is providing webinars or trainings or role-playing rooms with somebody like myself that has done it, that is willing to give the information, and they're not showing up to those rooms, they don't really want the success because they're not willing to do the things that they need to get the success, right? So first, the first thing I'll say is I notice the people that show up, very, very simple, no different than when I found my mentors, I would implement, they would notice that I was showing up and then they would give me more. So that is the number one way is if I give somebody a piece of information and then I see they implement it, I'm happy to continue giving them more. Um, Jen Mabry is a really good example. Jen Mabry is a phenomenal real estate agent from the States. I've never actually met her, but we had a one-on-one -on -one coaching session. I had done uh, coaching for charity, so I don't do coaching unless it's actually for a charity cause or something along those lines. So she won a session with me. I gave her homework. It's like, she's amazing at real estate investments. She's got a really good personality. I was like, you need to document what you're doing with some of these historical homes. I'm like, I think it's interesting. I'm not even in your market. And I think it's cool that you're taking these older homes, refurbishing them, repurposing them, and then and create content around that. She took off like a champ, created incredible content. Her social media accounts have gone like double, double growth from that initial conversation. And it's interesting because I keep seeing her and dropping more knowledge on her every time we encounter each other on Clubhouse or she DMs me. It is kind of a mentor relationship from that standpoint where she has unfettered access to get my thoughts on whatever she's working on. And that's the interesting thing about the mentor-mentee relationship. It's not that I'm better than her, it's just now I become a resource to her so she can think and dream bigger. Another way that I find people can get access to somebody like myself or some one of the ways that I choose to mentee people is how I see them show up for other people in their community. So one of the biggest things that I watch is how do you treat the server at the restaurant? How do you treat the other people online? How do you show up and how respectful are you to the people that maybe aren't at the level that you're at? Because I think that's a good indication of somebody's character moving forward and my willingness to provide information to help them grow bigger than they ever thought possible. I want people that are good people helping other people that are good people. If I think that you're just trying to get information from me so that you can steal my clients or take advantage of consumers or, or be a wolf, you're never going to earn my trust back, right? When I see you do something that is against my core values, 
the access will be shut off. And unfortunately, it's happened in the past too, where, you know, I've shared information with people from almost a mentor perspective, um, saw the implementation of it and ran far, far, far away from those people. Um, and long game, it really could have changed the trajectory of where they were going because how you do one thing is how you do everything. So think about how you're actually showing up in the community and understand that the mentors are watching you just like Mike Smith watched me, just like Ryan watched me before we built our relationships. I probably didn't even realize maybe how closely they were watching some of the things that I was doing because how I moved in the world was a direct reflection of how they move in the world. Nobody owns Justin Conco, not for sale, right? Ryan doesn't own me. None of the other groups that I'm involved in own me. I mean, I'm a global ambassador for Sir Ant because I believe in the program and it's helped me build what I've built today. So people will call me all the time asking about the program. I'm very honest with them to a fault and I tell them it's not for everybody. Like there's a specific avatar of person that definitely shouldn't be using that course because if they're, they don't understand where sales and marketing is going and they're not going to implement, then they're not going to get the benefit from it and they definitely shouldn't buy it, right? And I think that honesty and how I move within the community is one of the reasons why my relationship with their team is so solid and transcends any coaching platform. The same thing goes for the people that I'm looking to pour into. I'm not looking for more employees. I'm not looking for people to work for me. Um, I have enough clients that I don't just want to work with everybody just for the sake of getting them to sign a contract. I want to do work with the best people on the planet. I want people that want to build their rocket ships right next to me. I want people that are going to keep up with me and that I don't have to babysit. So that's how I find the people that I'm looking to mentor is I look for people that are willing to show up, we willing to do the actual work and willing to be honest with themselves. But last and most importantly is how they're actually showing up in the community. I watch how respectful they are of the people that are around them and how they're willing to treat people that aren't necessarily at their level. So I'm going to go back over to Clubhouse for a little Q&A session, a little bit of feedback. I see Kim Farr is in the chat. I see Miss You Graham, Grand Rising to you. Sheila Santini, thank you for being here. Get in proximity to greatness. That's what we have with you every Friday morning. I don't know that I'm great. I think I've been around some pretty cool people. I'm just sharing what they taught me. Jumped on a call yesterday with my girl Lolita Walker. Thank you for being here. Become undeniable in your organization. Absolutely. Probably like one of my biggest anchors is nobody's going to get, nobody's going to call you and say, hey, it's your turn to be great. You actually have to become undeniable and then the greatness will show up. And Sheila Santini, that session was so good, manager versus leader. I got so much out of that. Yeah, thanks so much, everybody, for being here. This is the YouTube channel. If you want to hit that subscription button, there's all kinds of videos that explain how I built my business. I get practical and tactical into everything from time blocking, sales, marketing, content creation, and media. But I'll catch you next Friday on another session. So I'm going to head back to Clubhouse so we can chop it up there privately. And I'll try to come up with an idea for next week. If you have any ideas for videos that you want me to create or anything that I'm doing that you're curious about, let me know. This channel is for the people, by the people, and I'll see you on the next one. And we are done on YouTube. Anybody there in Clubhouse that wants to give me any feedback of that session? That was dope, brother. Awesome. So much value, as always. Mentor. So I appreciate you, know, you Yeah, I see you too. Sorry, go ahead. No, sorry for cutting you off. But no, I'm just mentoring. I was leaning in. I mean, you know, mentoring is my thing. So, I mean, I loved um, how you just broke it down, right? I mean, how you seek and um, how you take on. I mean, spot on. Love it. Yeah, I just, well, I was thinking about the session. 
I'm like, you know, I can give a top 10 list and this is how you do it. And I'm like, why don't I just walk through the story? Right. Because I mean, it wasn't perfect and it took time and it's a moving target. And I think the mentor mentee relationship is one of the most powerful at the same time. Like when I wrote my notes, I was like the number one thing I'm like, stop thinking it's the answer. Cause if you're thirsty for it, it's not going to happen. Um, but then it, when it does, it's the most powerful thing ever. So can you explain TM the dichotomy of that mentorship piece and like, you know, how important you think it is for people to value, but at the same time, not to be kind of thirsty about it. I mean, man, I mean, I think we hear it so much. If you really don't understand the power of leveraging someone else's experience, right? I mean, you're just under a rock or you're sleeping. I mean, it's just a, a great way to fast track your own career, right? But when you talk about being, not being thirsty, um, you have to be purposeful, right? You don't want to waste people's time. Um, you, you don't want to be totally out of alignment, right, from what that mentor does. So you said it. I mean, you, you gave the blueprint for it, right? I mean, be, be intentional, uh, be in alignment, right? Don't waste time, bring value. Don't just ask, 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 but also give and support. Um, it's so important. But the bottom line, I mean, we mentor and we take everybody on this stage with a green bean, not only mentors, but we have mentors. I think that's the piece that we don't understand. We all have mentors because we're all seeking to level up. If you're looking to level up, leverage other people's experience, but also bring value to them. Justin, what I love the most about what you said, it, it's not a take, take, take type of situation. The fact that you were willing to write the check and he turned it down, you know, I, you know, I have a few thoughts about why he turned it down. He's not only for sale, but he, he, he saw the potential. He saw your drive, right? So there was no need. Uh, to, to cut a check, just come down and sit with me. Because successful people do not mind helping others to become successful as long as they are putting in the work. Justin, great segment. I appreciate that, TM. Actually, I'll go back to the days where I was a bouncer. And I can tell you, I, the amount of times people would offer me cash to get in the bar, I wouldn't take it. And I, here's why, is especially when it was a bad element, I didn't want them to be able to buy their way in because when they bought their way in, they felt like they owned the place and it was the worst thing ever. Same thing with mentors. I think sometimes they don't necessarily want the cash because they don't want to become an employee of yours. So I think that's so great. Jan, I saw you on mic as well. If you wanted to jump in or anybody else, feel free to talk. Yes. Um, sorry, can you still hear me? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, great, great. So, um, well, first of all, you know, I think you've proven my point that, um, you know, you do have a bag of gems to drop every time you take over uh, this segment. Thank you so much for that. I kind of can't help but think that, um, you know, in all of these uh, big corporations that I have worked at and also beyond, you know, they should really hire someone like you to, uh, you know, have a talk with the new joiners because, you know, there is a free mentorship program, you know, at all of these big corporations and, uh, you know, hoping to help people to really, um, you know, get the most out of the mentorship program. But however, you know, they really do. They really, really rarely do. Um, you know, I've had, you know, I really love the point when you, uh, you know, what you said about, you know, the, the, the mentors, um, 
time is precious, right? And then you know, but you wouldn't believe how many times I made my you know made made, made time out of my schedule to be there. And then you know, people rock up and they are late or they don't show up or they have no question to ask. I mean, it's just like complete thirty minutes of my time wasted. I really wish people would be able to really understand what mentorship is all about and how to get the you know the 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 most out of it. And I kind of feel like you know your segments, you know, if it's recorded, it should be sent to all of these big corporations so that some people can benefit. <laughs> So thank you so much, Justin. Really love it. Well, like I said, it's for me, it's proximity of people doing good things. Jan, like you're in the inner circle. And I think if you ever needed anything from me or you needed me to do a talk, you can call on me anytime. But you touched on something I didn't mention in my segment. Um, the proximity to mentors, sometimes people don't appreciate, right? Like people can get such close access to people that other people would actually pay for information from that they don't realize what they have access to, right? So just be aware. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.